We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Win Sunday and the Chiefs secure their seventh straight division title. I want to make sure guys remember that. It's special winning divisions. The team with the worst record in the NFL, the Texans, are the only thing standing in the way of that. What both teams are saying, coming up in press coverage. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Press Coverage with Marlia Campbell. Hear from sports players and coaches as they get ready for game day. The top storylines and headlines people are talking about, straight from the people they're talking about. Press Coverage is proudly sponsored by 360 Vodka, a holiday distillery favorite. Don't forget to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything from the highest-ranked Chiefs podcast network of 2022. And now, let's go to Marlia to get all the latest on the Chiefs' upcoming game. The potential return of two key receivers, a chance to secure the AFC West title, and a homecoming for Patrick Mahomes. Welcome back, Chiefs Kingdom, to another episode of Press Coverage. We've got a lot to dive into this week from the media availabilities from both the Chiefs and the Texans, so we're going to get right to it. Now, despite playing the last place team in football, Kansas City has a lot to get up for this week. Patrick Mahomes talked about what it'd mean for the Chiefs to win their seventh straight division title after Sunday's win over the Broncos. Our goal is just to continue to get better each and every week. Um, we go into every season and we say we want to win the AFC West, we want to get home field in the playoffs, and we want to we want to win a Super Bowl. And so um, hopefully uh, we continue. I mean, we haven't done it yet. We, we win the AFC West. That's our first goal. Um, and it, it's special. I think guys, I want to make sure guys remember that it's special winning divisions. And so win the AFC West, and then our next goal is to try to establish home field, uh, home field advantage. And that's going to take us playing great football week in and week out. Um, and then, um, then, then we try to win the Super Bowl. And that, that takes building. It takes, you're not going to play your best football every week. Um, but how can you build on, on your, uh, your past week and your, the rest of the season um, to make sure you're playing your best football when the playoffs come around? Let's start with that nail-biter in Denver. After jumping out to a 27 to nothing lead with four minutes to go in the first half, the Broncos came roaring back, scoring 21 unanswered for the first time this season. Ultimately, the Chiefs held on just tight enough, taking a 34-28 win back to Kansas City. Here's Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, head coach Andy Reid, safety Justin Reid, and Mahomes. Fast start, just got to be able to keep, you know, finding ways to get first downs and keep putting up points there uh, through the, uh, the end of the half there and then the start of the, uh, start of the second half. Um, a lot of stuff to clean up on the offensive side, but I mean... I'm not going to complain about a divisional win up here in Denver, man. It's always a, it's always a tough game. We talk about that uh, all the time, but hey, so you, you got a team down. This is a National Football League, so the margin between winning and losing is like this. And, and this team's had 
a bunch of games, 10 out of 12 games, where it was a one-score game. So you know that that 27 nothing lead, that might, you know, you got, you got to stay on top of it. And that goes back to uh, Adam's question. So you, you better stay on top of it. And you better you better put them away. And so we, we try to do that all the way around. The Denver Broncos are never one to go down easy, especially when you're um, playing inside of the division. Um, but I think there's still a lot of lessons to be taken from that. Um, I mean, you've seen upsets happen across the league. We were able to come out of that one still with the win. Um, but still to take that with us going forward, that when we have a team in that position, to really keep our foot on the pedal um, and not allow it to even become close. When you get a big lead, you should try to try to press and keep getting better and better. Um, but it seems like with me, I like to be down before I, I play good. So I'm going to try to change that around and make sure I play good all the time. Mahomes has thrown 11 interceptions this season. Three of those came on Sunday. That was his highest single-game total since Week 14 back in the 2020 season. Pat, I know I'm going to be asked about that. Every quarterback that's played in this league a while has a game like that. Um, the one great thing about him is he kept firing and had a lot of big plays. And so, you know, you can't take away the, the three interceptions, but um, there sure were some good ones in between those, and and it's a great learning experience. But every every great one's done and had that, so... You know, it's one of those deals, and we were able to work through. Nobody hung their head. Everybody kept battling, and, and uh, we ended up finishing the game the right way. Just three bad decisions. Uh, if you look at them, uh, the, the first one, probably just took the easy throw to outside, try to force it to Kels. Um, the, the, the second one, I really was just trying to burn it, and the, he, I mean, he made a hell of a play. I was trying to just throw it away at someone's feet. Um, and then the third one was just it's bad, bad, just because the situation – um, we're, we're in field range, especially here at altitude, and we, if I throw the ball away, no one's open, so just throw the ball away and let Harrison end the game. But uh, <clears throat> luckily for me, the, the rest of the team stepped up. Um, defense made a lot of stops in, in critical moments uh, when we were putting them in some bad situations. Um, and I thought even like special teams, they made the field goals. Tommy flipped the field a couple of uh, great times for us. Um, and um, the guys around me stepped up and made some plays happen. Yeah, well, listen, he's a great player, first of all, and he's got a great attitude, So, um, and he's got good people around him, and he trusts, you know, he trusts the players. The one to Scantling was a, a big play. He actually checked to that uh, route that Scantling ran um, and was a play that we, we kind of narrow things down. If it comes down to the end of a game, what plays, what are your favorites? And that was one of his favorites, but it does have an alert on it where he, he had to call Scantling on that on that route. So, um, uh, so anyways, his composure, he's great with it, I and mean, he'll learn. He'll learn from uh, the mistakes, which is not everybody does. He tells me to keep keep throwing it, man. Keep slinging it. Uh, he don't want me to lose who I am. I mean, I promise you, I know I'm knowing I'm messing up. Uh, like when I go to the sideline, I'm 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 hot. And those coaches come to me and they, they say, like, they, they understand I know, but they still let me know, like, what I can get better at. Um, but uh, I just can't put our team in that, that situation. And uh, luckily we got the win, um, but you don't win a lot of games when you have three interceptions. On a positive note from last week, Kelsey continues moving his way up in the history books. His four receptions for 71 yards made him the fifth tight end in league history to ever surpass 10,000 receiving yards. He's also the first tight end to ever exceed 1,000 receiving yards in seven straight seasons. Uh, honestly, right now, the win means more than any any of those stats. Um, everybody's kind of been talking about me getting those stats at some point this year. So, I mean, it was, it was on everybody's radar. <clears throat> um, but to come up here and get a win and, and uh, you know, be a part of the, the crowd that, had, that is the 10,000 crew, you know, and, 
Gates, Witten, Gonzalez, who am I forgetting here? Shannon Sharp, man. The Bronco himself, man. The main guy I was chasing today. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, all those guys are, uh, it's, uh, that's unbelievable company to be in. I've been very fortunate that I've had the, the coaches and the players around me to, um, you know, be able to have as much success in the NFL as I have. Yeah, I mean, it talks to his consistency. Um, obviously, he's a great player, and we know that, and he's had these, this great run. Um, but if you look at his career, he's just been consistently great every single year. And uh, that tight end position is hard. You, you take a beating, you're blocking, you're catching over the middle, uh, taking hits, and he just prepares himself the right way that he can be out there and available for us every every week. So uh, uh, truly great player and a, a great teammate for sure. You feel like those things mean a lot to him? Um, you, if, he, if they do, he doesn't even make it look like it. Because I, I, said, I sit beside him on the plane and I said something to him about it. He was like, oh, yeah, man, uh, yeah, it's cool. Um, he's like, he's, all he's worried about is winning. Um, and I think that's what all the great players are, are worried about. And the stats kind of come, but at the same time, he's just trying to win a lot of football games. Now, before we look ahead to the Texans this week, two big injury updates from the receiver room. This comes from Coach Reed's midweek presser. First, on Kadarius Toney, who's been out since the Chiefs' November 20th win over the Chargers with a hamstring. He had a little bit of a ramp up last week, uh, which was good. Uh, came out of that feeling pretty good. So we'll see. We'll see how he does this week and uh, make a decision, you know, down the road here. So um, take it day by day if you want to put that. I mean, that's, we'll just see how he got, does. And next to McCole Hardman. He's been on the IR since the 17th of last month with an abdominal injury, but could return this week. McCole Hardman will be uh, back out at practice. We'll just see how he he does uh, in this ramp-up process. So uh, haven't determined, you know, play or not play. We're just going to uh, ease him back in and see where he's at. And we lost a bunch of weight. And so it was a matter of kind of getting that back, but not, you know, with cheeseburgers, right? So, <laughs> so um, but get back some good, good uh, hearty weight and strength. And... Um, so he's been working on that. He's been working like crazy on that. Um, and he's going to continue to do that here. He'll do that this week when, when he's out practicing and doing that. Okay, can can we hold the weight and add a little bit to it? Yeah, I think getting McColl and, and uh, KT back um, will just add another dimension. I mean, obviously they can do the jet sweeps and stuff like that, but just adding that speed to the field, it makes uh, teams have to honor it. And uh, obviously Marquez has done a great job of filling that, vol- uh, filling that role, and so has Sky. Um, but just to continue to add speed uh, to any offense uh, tr- like th- that, that those two guys have, I think it'll open up everybody else because you have to really account for those two guys in every play. You're listening to the fastest-growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Sunday marks a homecoming for Mahomes. As a fifth-year NFL starter, this will be the first time the Texas native will play in his home state. Yeah, I have a couple extra people coming. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's the first time I'm playing in the, the state of Texas, and I'm playing. I went to the Cowboys Stadium my first year and when, when we played down there and didn't get to play. But uh, to, get, to get down to Houston, I mean, it's, it's like a three-hour trip, three-and-a-half-hour trip from Tyler, Texas. So I'm sure there will be more people than I even know. Um, that are coming down to watch the game, but uh, it'll be it'll be cool to kind of see some people and get them. They'll get to see the uh, me play in the, my home state. It's also a homecoming of sorts for Chief Safety Justin Reed, who spent his first four seasons with the Texans. Oh, I'm excited. You know, I have a lot of personal relationships with a lot of those guys. A lot of love for those players for the coaching staff. Um, so it's a fun game for me personally to go back and be in the atmosphere that I began my career in. Justin Reed and I will have a uh, will have a lifetime relationship. So consider him a friend too um, and I know the type of play I know he's playing excellent football for them again he can tackle uh, he checks off all the boxes uh, when you're looking for a good safety that's Texans head coach Lovey Smith the Texans have yet to win a game at home they're 0-5-1 and, and they've lost eight straight their last and only win of the season came in Jacksonville back in week 5 13-6 and Smith knows his team has a hill to climb this week. We're playing, you know, top offense in football, in NFL with stars, um, you know, very good defense. Um, team that, um, you know, last week I said, you know, we're playing a team that had a chance to win it all. Of course, I'm saying the same thing this week. Uh, we know what's at stake, um, you know, for us. So, uh, get, you know, playing better. You know, finishing, you know, building on some of the, the good things that we did last week is, of course, where we are. I'm friends with Lovey. I, mean, I think he's a heck of a guy and a great coach. Um, so, I, uh, you know, he, he came from that Tampa 2 group of coaches that did that, and he's evolved uh, with, with that and with the way the game is now. So um, he's going to give you a great defense that plays hard and aggressive, um, an offense is tough. I mean, just the fact that they used two quarterbacks and platooned them, it wasn't because one wasn't doing well, but they platooned them in. And uh, he's not afraid to do whatever he has to do to win the game. And, um, and so that's where the challenge comes in. And his guys play hard for him. So you, you've got to, you have to be prepared and ready, ready to go. And, 
in this league, the margin between winning and losing is like that. It's just, it's crazy. Greater than it's ever been right now. Yeah, I mean, they're well coached. I mean, they play hard. They're well coached. Obviously, Lovey's done a lot of great things in the league. Um, and so, um, it just, you got you to gotta go in there with the mentality. You're going to play your best football. I think you saw last week. I mean, they played a great football team in the Cowboys, and they were down there where they probably should have won. So, uh, in this league, you can, you can take no one for granted. I mean, those are NFL players. They have a lot of talented young guys that play really hard, um, and we understand it'll be a great challenge for us. So, we're going to go out there and play our best football to win. The Texans used a two-quarterback system in that 27-23 loss to the now 10-3 and Cowboys with both starter Davis Mills and Jeff Driscoll activated from the practice squad again this week, playing 32 snaps. Driscoll rushed for 36 yards on seven carries and threw four for six for 38 yards and a touchdown. Off the pass, 16 of 21 for Davis Mills for 175 yards along with an interception. Yeah, I thought it was effective yesterday. Um, you know, two different flavors, and that's always tough for defense uh, to prepare with what we were doing with them. Um, so, and as far as what we're going to do this week going forward, we... You know, we start evaluating, see what we need to do against a good, another good uh, division-leading Kansas City football team. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But both quarterbacks were productive uh, yesterday. Davis Mills, second time in that starting role, I thought he played well, made some good throws. I know you'll look and you'll see an interception, but in that last one, we can't really put that all on him, just trying to make a play. Um, and we'll need that type of play to have a chance against Kansas City. Justin Reed and defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo talked about prepping for both quarterbacks this week. Well, yeah, you're preparing for two different quarterbacks, so a lot of focus ends up being who's the guy under center, and, you know, that changes the way they want to play a little bit. Well, listen, we, uh, we got to prepare for both of them, and, you know, we have a number six jersey out there in practice and a number 10 jersey, and the players have to be aware of who's taking the snap because it looks like the football is a little bit different. Now, that could change. They could expand the package with, uh, with six and do some different things with ten. But it's two quarterbacks that I think, you know, one of them is a really good athlete. And, and let's not be fooled, he can still throw it. He didn't throw it a lot last week, but that doesn't mean he's not going to line up and throw the ball this week. So we got to be on target with what we do. You know, when, sometimes when you have that, it's more about what you're doing and not as much about how they're changing. But we, we do have to be conscious about which guy's taking the snap. Yeah, they have a unique one-two combo, um, Davis Mills. A little bit more of the pocket passer. Guy is very, very accurate whenever he's able to get comfortable in the pocket and deliver balls on rhythm timing. Um, Jeff Driscoll, um, I kind of liken him to Taysom Hill, a uh, guy who can get gritty, a lot of quarterback option, um, physical runner, good speed. Um, so they got a good one-two punch there that they're trying to work. Shifting gears before we go here, both teams this week talked about the passing of Mississippi State head coach Mike Leach. Leach died Monday at the age of 61. Reed, Mahomes, and Smith share their condolences and a few stories of their own. I knew Mike, and a good guy and uh, very creative. Um, he didn't visit here, but he spent some time with us in Philadelphia during training camp a couple different times. And uh, just a, a good guy. I mean, it's a sad deal. Um, uh, but he, he left a left a nice legacy behind him for sure for for football and. Good, you know, like I said, uh, very unique. I mean, uh, the story. I love the story. He told told me, but I said, um, you, you know, Donald Trump. We got talking about that. This was years ago, even before Donald was the president. And um, and he goes, uh, oh yeah, I was walking through New York. I saw the tower, went up, 
introduce myself to him. Like it was no big deal. I mean, you know, he had, but he, in other, he talked himself through, I mean, Donald had security back then too. He talked himself through that and, and then uh, Donald found him that kind of personality. I mean, he was just a unique, unique guy. And that's why he coached, and uh, that's why everybody, you know, everybody loved him for, for that. Yeah, I mean, a, a huge influence. I mean, uh, the way that I play the sport, I feel like it fits that scheme uh, very well of just finding good space throughout the field. And, uh, and even though you might not say you have like that Mike Leach coach in the NFL, I feel like a lot of his uh, schemes and, and type of, of how, to, how to play has kind of infiltrated the NFL. And so, uh, obviously, he was coach, coach Kingsbury. That was his coach. I think he was, I was Leach's first quarterback and influenced him to become a coach. Um, I learned from Coach Kingsbury, so I feel like I've learned from Mike Leach himself. So uh, just prayers to his family, man. I mean, obviously a sad deal, but uh, his, his impact will be known for a long time around the NFL and around uh, college football as well. 1997, I think it was, uh, we did a clinic together in Las Vegas. A memorable, I'll just say a memorable clinic together in Las Vegas. And um, we... Um, you know, I was linebacker coach at Tampa at the time, and Mike was offensive coordinator at University of Oklahoma. And we had a friend that was working out at Las Vegas for the city of Las Vegas. And so this is my first time to be a headliner, you know, uh, for uh, speak to, I thought at the time, 600 to 700 coaches, high school coaches out in Las Vegas. Mike had known the same. Mike and I, the guy that invited both of us, a friend of both of ours. Mike was the offense coordinator at the University of Oklahoma at the time. We both flew out there, ready to give this big clinic. And the night before the clinic, our friend told us that, hey, we got the days wrong. Uh, I don't know if anybody's going to show up tomorrow. Next day, uh, so we enjoyed tonight, getting to know each other. Next morning, we went there, and six coaches showed up uh, to the clinic. Mike Leach put on the best quarterback clinic you can put on. And I felt like, you know, I did a pretty good job, you know, defensively. So that's when I first met him, been friends since then. I think every time when we, through the years that we've seen someone that, you know, that we know, and we're talking about each other, we've talked about that story. But great coach, did so much for our game. You know, it's, that's been said, and he'll be missed. We've got a noon kickoff Sunday on KCTV5. Come watch the game with us. We'll be at the Kingdom Bar and Grill in Overland Park. You can also head on over to our YouTube and Twitter pages for live coverage as soon as the game ends. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.